So, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, episode one. First time ever doing this with me, Ryan, and the main man, Kieran. What's happening? Um, well, just saying this before we started, man, we're a wee bit nervous, aren't we? I mean, I just, I, they've also just about to come out of their mouth for my wee bit nervous. Yeah, we tell them what happened the first time when we recorded it. You're, you're obviously in Australia, so you're sitting outside and some guy's like walked past us as soon as you've hit recording. You're like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> we had to restart oh, it. I wish I got it. To be honest, man. But I, so look, this is this is a new thing for us. Um, I hope like the whole point of this podcast is that we are trying to be real and we're trying to be as raw as possible and like yeah. you might see us on social media if you watch our content or whatever and you might think they guys are confident as fuck or whatever but we might be confident but everyone does still get nervous everyone does still have struggles and that's kind of what we're it's kind of what we're wanting to talk about and we want this podcast to be all about is just people being open and honest because we both think that there's too much bullshit out there. There's too much fakeness. Uh, and I, that's kind of yeah. why we called it the Real Life Podcast. What you're saying to that, Kieran? 100%, man. And it's like to kind of like cut out all that kind of bullshit. And it's like, I always just believe that you're hearing the same shit over and over again, right? And what I strongly believe, obviously, for me and you've been pals for like a few years now, we've both had like quite, we've got some funny stories and that shit and like stuff. It just, it's a bit abnormal and I think it's a good platform just to kind of come on and tell a few stories maybe make people laugh a wee bit and just relate to people it's like even the whole like the pure fucking faff trying to set this up this morning just kind of broadcast that as well like we're completely winging this like I've not got a fucking clue what we're doing but we'll see what happens like maybe something good will come of it maybe people will be like oh fuck it's to again man but we'll see what happens with it but again like to touch on why it's like kind of a real life podcast, like that, I'll t- I don't know about you, Ryan, right? But that's what I've been doing the past like five years is just winging it. Do you know what I mean? So, and it's been working. So, we're just going to do it with this podcast, wing it and see what happens. I mate, 100%, man. Everyone's fucking winging it, and they? Everyone that's doing well in life is still winging it. And we, uh, it's Wednesday, the new, innit? And we actually went to record this Monday. Uh, but the hotel I was in, Wi-Fi wasn't working, so look, we're fucking, we're all over the place, but we're getting it done, man, and that's all that matters. I keep getting you panicking now, like, see when the Wi-Fi was <laughs> working, I was getting, like, rapid text going, kill me, need to hear just, you know, that last sound, mate. Yeah, you know, because I, I don't like letting cunts down, do you know what I mean? I hate doing that, I hate being the one that turns up late, or the one that, but sometimes these things are out of your control, aren't they? But I, so, the first episode, what we're kind of going to talk about is, like, why we're doing this. I think we kind of already touched on that a bit, uh, and we're going to talk about kind of who we both are as people and our own journeys, I suppose, uh, yeah. from being wee fannies to running our own businesses and all that, and still being wee fannies. I'm going to ask you, mate, like, who, who is Kieran Ingram? For anyone that's never seen your social media, People don't know you. They're only just listening to this podcast. Like, who are you? Well, in a nutshell, man, I'm a very energetic, a hundred mile an hour person. I think anyone that does know me would agree with that, man. But for me, I very much like to think that I've got a pure love for life kind of person in it broadcasts on, like, my personality and just how, how I am around people and just basically who I am as a person, man. And I don't like to say, oh, I'm a, I'm a coach, I'm a fitness, whatever it is, and that kind of stuff. I always just kind of look at the stuff that I do outside of that, man. Like, I very much like traveling. I very much like spending time with George and that kind of stuff, man. And I like just relating to people and ultimately bigging people up as best as I can. And I like to think from my energy and 
just <laughs> the kind of way I'm a Hanamayanawa does that to people and just brings people up. So I'm hoping that this can, comes across inside this podcast and people can start to get to know my personality um, outside of like watching me on socials and that kind of stuff and just really see like, who I actually am. Aye, class, mate. I you're definitely 100% agree with you, man. Just full of energy. Uh, like, like sometimes you know man that like you can ask george i mean it's like i, I see like the amount of ideas i'll run past on she's like a oh, fucking hell just stick yeah, on see my phone mate like <laughs> see notes on my phone is actually disgusting and see to add on that see because i am like heavily dyslexic i'll look at it and i'll go i don't even know what i said like i remember i had something on my whiteboard right like literally for about three weeks and it was like an abbreviation or something and i was staring at it and i was like i actually don't know what that is and it was like for about three weeks every day. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then it came to me. I remembered what it was. But I, it just shows you how much my brain just goes like a hundred miles an hour that I just don't even really know half the things that I do half the time. But we're getting better at it, man. I mate, like, I, I see that as a fucking positive, man. I think that's I, I, I like people with that kind of personality trait that are just. I think one thing I would say about you is you're probably one of the most authentic people on social media, uh, <laughs> because like none of your stuff's fake like that's how you mm. actually are like i've kind of i've been more authentic recently but over over the years like i've been making videos for a couple of years now and like when i look back man i was like a fucking an extra of river city or something do you know what i mean therefore <laughs> 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 you said that before to me and it's it, mate, it takes time to kind of like not be yourself on socials but like you'll know yourself like we were kind of touch on this as well at the start before we start the podcast it was like like does people have a certain idea of what you need to be like and how you need to act and that kind of stuff. But in actual fact, it's just sound wishy-washy. Like, you are enough. Like, you need to just be yourself and see if people don't like that. Fuck them. It's not your problem. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. Yeah. But you know, Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, mate. So, to kind of ask yourself, mate, obviously, I've kind of been breakdown of who I am, like the purely energetic maniac, mate. But what about you? How would you describe yourself? I would, it's a difficult question, isn't it, man? Because I, like, I knew we were going to ask each other these questions and I've been thinking about it, but then when it comes to actually talking about yourself, but I would say I'm kind of similar to you in a way. Like, I'm very passionate about what I do. Uh, I try and fucking find passion in every single day. And like, like you were saying as well, and I've only really started to think like this recently, is try to just find more happiness in every day. Instead of fucking looking at the bigger picture constantly, worrying about how much money you're making or what goals you're hitting and don't get me wrong like we're both in the fitness industry these things are important but really at the start of 2024 i really just started dialing in on just try to fucking be a bit more grateful for every day Mm -hmm. Uh, and i i'd say that's who i am like a fucking passionate person i'm very passionate about what i do like i spent 10 years in the navy doing something i never liked i'm now fucking in the fitness industry as an online coach i've only been in like eight months but through all the kind of hardship i've been in the military for 10 years i've finally found what i want to do with my fucking life man and it's it's never i've never been so excited in my life uh, and all these opportunities that are coming up stuff like the podcast like i'm currently in brisbane uh, i've spent the last two months in bali and then two months before that in thailand hmm. And that, that, like you said, you like travelling. That's who I'm spending 10 years in the Navy, fucking travelling about, seeing different parts of the world, and then leaving and going on my own travels. And I'm just, I just like to do different things. I always like to have stuff kind of on the go, 
not too much because you end up fucking burnt out to fuck, <laughs> man. But for me, for me, I'm just the kind of journey I'm on right now and the kind of position I'm in. And people might say, oh, you're lucky, but it's no fucking luck. I've worked hard. Yeah. What, I'm sitting in Brisbane right now recording this podcast and that's that's no for me to rub this into anyone. And if you think that, if you think I'm a dickhead for saying that, then you're probably listening to the wrong podcast and you're probably listening to the wrong people. But like, you need to fucking go out and make your own life and that's that's what I'm doing going forward man like I'm just yeah. trying to find kind of passion and joy in every every single day man because life's too short I could walk out tomorrow and get fucking shot in the head I know that's a bit extreme but you can I could yeah, get knocked mate. you could end up in the fields in fucking Australia somewhere mate you know what I mean Billy to get a touch on that as well like it's like if so, see if you're saying that like, you're proud of where you've got to because of the hard work you've put in and someone goes, ah, oh, sounds a bit big-headed, man. Like, that's on them, right? But it's, like, it's your responsibility to build your life. Like, it's as yeah. simple as that. It's, like, and I look at, like, my journey, I look at your journey, I look at some of the journeys of, like, my greatest and dearest and that stuff, and it's incredible what people have done, right? But then you look at some people that are just, like, same ages as you and, like, sitting just with their face tripping the full time in a job they hate maybe in a relationship they hate whatever and that kind of stuff and just not genuinely happy and they just have a grudge against people that are living life in their terms because they're not willing to do what you are willing to do it's no one else's fault that's on them do you know what I mean you need to take that responsibility and create the life that you want because like obviously with my story man like five years ago I just was not in this position I was in a fucking very very bad spot man I feel like I've went over a story quite a lot man but it's a, it's a pretty inspirational story if I'm being honest man but it's one of the ones like we've built this from the ground up and started to create our own life so, I mean, and we're living life in our terms. It's a very powerful, powerful position to be in, considering, like, Christ, when I was working in the printers, man, they were telling me when I was getting my holiday. Like, do you know what I mean? To now working for myself, building my own fucking business, full resets, thriving, enjoying my life and going travelling. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's crazy what you can actually do with a wee bit of hard work. And it's to touch on that, it's crazy what happens if you just do the thing and do the thinking consistently. You know what I mean? And I think people are not willing to do that, and that's that's the problem. Uh, people don't realise that it's like it's no like being consistent month after month, it's like year after year after yeah. year after year mm-hmm. like a couple of months is fuck all man and mm-hmm. I think like a lot of people don't realise that the system is set up for people to fail mm-hmm. but if you allow it to happen, like that's on you, you can blame the system all you want and obviously everyone's got different situations, everyone's not had the same upbringing but at the end of the day, there's people for the scheme that are now billionaires. Exactly. So it's just like you need to go and work and do what mm-hmm. he's done. I it's do what he's done. Build a life for yourself. That's yeah. no fucking easy, and no everyone gets the same kind of setup as everyone else. But you can sit and play a victim, or you can go and get shit done, man. And that's kind of a big thing that I would say, me and you preach. And a yeah. lot of people fucking don't like that. A lot of people are offended by that. There'll be people mm. listening to that like, oh, he's a fucking dickhead. <laughs> a lot of people just don't realise that you just need to actually do the thing that uh-huh. you're supposed to be doing. Uh-huh. Even if it's just getting out of your bed half an hour early to go a walk, that's yeah. the thing you need to do right now. Just keep doing it till you feel uh-huh. better. Uh-huh. And it's like, I know we've kind of went off on a wee sidetrack here, man, but it's like, 
what I always hear for people saving them, like I'm telling, like it's kind of talking about all like what what we do and all that kind of stuff, man. That you can change change the trajectory of their life, and they go, "It's not as easy as that." And you're going like, "Nobody said it was fucking easy, mate." Like that's it's like I'll hear it all the time. It's that's not as easy as that. I'm like, I know, mate. Like I know, like <laughs> it's cool, mate. Like we're we're on the same page here, but it's like people expect like shit to be easy. It's like me, I'll still be stressed out my nut like a lot of days of my life, like just trying to figure shit out. Do you know what I mean? It's like like yesterday, even when I was driving up the road, I was like, ah, I'm pure riddled with anxiety today for no reason. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And you just need to kind of, you just kind of need to be not at peace with it, but understand like the game that we play, that's what's going to happen. But I'd rather that and fucking be in control of like where my life's gone and be fucking like happy about what the trajectory is than just fucking living an easy life in a factory doing the same shit over and over again. Because it's uh, easier to do that. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking mental. And as it's that comment, when I, I don't know why, right? But I purely, I kind of laugh when someone says it's like it's not as easy as that. But I know, mate. It's not meant to be fucking easy. It's, it's meant to be fucking hard. Do you know what I mean? Like even uh, even me being out here, like the last four months, I've I've not been home for four months, mm-hmm. and it's been the hardest four months of my life, man. Like juggling my own life, eh, the stress of running a business. The stress mm. of fucking moving about and stuff like that, which I learned that you can't do that. You can't travel and run a business. I so you were scunnered in Thailand. Like when I seen uh, you in Thailand, you were scunnered, mate. I know. <laughs> that, man, that was just a fucking. <laughs> I, I, ended up, I ended up. I probably not told many people this. I ended up fucking in bed for like nine days uh, in a hotel in Thailand, burnt, burnt out. The fuck. I had the. Uh, had to go to. Had to go to the fucking pharmacy and I had to get under the counter Valium because I couldn't sleep. I was having night terrors and all sorts and this was all just through a build up of stress. Mm. People don't realise like and like I'm not saying that you should get burnt out, but see if you want to make progress, these these things are necessary. You need to fucking feel like shit. You yeah. need to you need to struggle. Uh, and I'm not condoning like anyone goes and gets herself burnt out. Obviously I've learned that I could manage my time better and manage what's going on when about me. But at the same time, like if, if you want to do something good, it's going to be hard. It's going to be stressful. It's going to it's going to take fucking every part of your soul. Because if it doesn't, then you're probably no trying hard enough to be honest. And that's, that's what people don't like to hear, man. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's on that kind of sense as well, man. Like I, I think obviously to talk like two kind of points, someone to touch on. Obviously, burning out. I was actually having a conversation with one of my company, George. We talked to one of our clients yesterday. And she was saying, like, she's got a lot going on at the moment, right? And just doing a lot, right? Like, more, probably more than both of us, mate. Like, it's crazy the matter of what this woman's doing, right? And she was just, I've, I've took on too much. I'm burning out and all that kind of stuff. And just see having that level of awareness, mm. that's so important with that because a lot of people will just burn myself to the ground and then they go, fuck, man, I'm pretty depressed. You're like, well, no wonder, mate. Like, yeah, no wonder. You've just burnt yourself to the ground, man. So see that, that level of awareness, man. And, like, obviously, she's she's very much, like, at the start of her next chapter in life, right? Changing career and all that kind of stuff. So of course that comes with like a lot of extra work. You're going to be kind of spinning a lot of plates, man. But see to have that level of awareness with yourself and like not take a step back as such, but just read the room and go, right, okay, I- I'm fucked here. What can I do to bring my energy back up? And it's having that there. And see, obviously, um, with that client having that like communication with us and that kind of stuff and letting us know what, it helps ten tenfold. Because like I was speaking to you, I'm like, how do you feel now? So that's so much better now. I mean, just because he kind of communicated is like a lot of people, guys, especially, man, will just hold on to it. It's like, I'm all right, mate. I'm like, mate, you've been working 14 hours just for three weeks, mate. You're fucked. Do you know what I mean? Like, obviously, mate. Um, so I think it is, it's a level of self awareness around about that, man. 
And then as well, uh, to on that, with, like how much stress can actually fuck you up, man. Like honestly, man, it can put you into such a bad spot. And again, just if you don't communicate uh, it, man, like no wonder. And a lot of people like focus on the stuff that they can't control. It's like I've got something on my wall, man, through CBT and all that kind of stuff that I've, sport, I've taught my guys and that kind of stuff as well. Is like, is that you've only got a certain amount of things that you can control. And a lot of people mm. focus on stuff that they can't control. Do you know what I mean like other people's opinions and all that shit? You can't control uh, that. Do you know what I mean like stop fucking worrying about it? <laughs> Fuck them, man. That's that, mate. That's that. I that's uh, that's men all over, man. We're fucking terrible for it. We don't like mm. to talk about how we feel. We we all think we're hard as fuck. <coughs> all men just want fucking the same thing. It's just to be loved. Listen to them, mate. Someone to listen. Somebody to actually listen to them. No, Don't sit and go to the pub fully at fucking telling people how they feel and that. That's bullshit. I can't feel like listening to that. Fuck's sake, man. Like, mate, See, when you actually think back to that, mate, like, because obviously we were relating this, man, like, I remember, like, when I was going through, like, whatever I was going through, right, in one of my darkest days, and, like, on a Friday, I'd buy right straight to the pub, and then you would just sit with your mates and just, pure get through it, and you're like, ah, gun, see, when you, like, obviously, we, we are, we're older now, mate, right, and you mature with it, and you go, that is so backwards, like, when you actually think about it, mate, like, going to the pub, getting fucking blackout drunk, taking whatever you're taking, that shit, to then open up about your problems that you can't even remember talking about, and then fucking love that cycle and repeat. And you're like, going, wow, that is mental, man. But again, like, it is becoming more and more, like, acceptable and there is more, like, access to help and that kind of stuff, man. But when I was, like, 17, 18, man, like, like, not, like, mental health was still, was about and that kind of stuff, right? But it wasn't, like, as spoken about as it is now, which is good. Um, but I just hope, like, the next generations have just got more in place for it and they can feel that they can talk about it and that kind of stuff because it's creating a lot of, like, Aye, 100%, man. It's definitely changed a lot in the last kind of three, four, five years, which is really good. But I, I remember, like, I thought <coughs> was the best feeling in the world, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Sorry, right mate. Your, being right out your nut and having a heart-to-heart with somebody. But see, the next day when you sobered up, it was, it was meaningless. It was definitely. like, I don't even really remember what I said. Um, Aye, like so, some people feel love that, mate. See, when you're at your nut and your mates all get touchy, I was like, don't you dare fucking touch me, mate. I didn't <laughs> like See, when everyone had their paps off and that, I'm like, nah, I'm going him. This is fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> like, never, I'm like, nah, never, I'm going to this, man. I'm going to this, man. I was a wee lone wolf. I'm going to this, man. 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 Oh, fucking hated it, mate. Oh, uh, no, mate. It's not a one, mate. You'd always have that one mate that fucking loved it, and you're like, ah, "No, nah, mate, you need to fuck off, man." <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> you need to chill out a bit. Hi, mate. Uh, so, I about to ask you why? Why the real life podcast? We kind of touched on it a wee bit at the start. Well, mate, why, why that name? We're kind of treating it like it is. It's real life. Like as I kind of touched on it at the start, like mate, we're just winging it. Like there's no real. Every episode we do, there's not going to be any structure. Like, there'll be an element of structure to it, right? We'll have a wee bits and bobs we want to talk about. But both of us are very good at rabbling shit, mate. So it'll just come out like we'll be winging it, mate. And that's, that's basically what we do in real life. Like, obviously, we've got systems in place. Obviously, we, we run shit with some sort of order, right? But a big element of what I do every day today is wing it. Do you know what I mean? So I thought if we just call it a real life podcast and we're also going to be winging it, it's going to be like real life. And it's one of the ones, man, we're not going to come on and pure try and, like, I don't know, like, ultimately educate you on different subjects and that stuff. Yeah, you might take wee bits and bobs and that kind of stuff, man, but we're just going to be talking about what's going on in our life or what's happening, what we're excited for, what, what's next, 
anything that we think is just pretty relevant to speak about. Don't get me wrong, we're not going to be coming on here and fucking speaking in gospel and about the news and shit, obviously. But we will be just talking about what, what's going on in our lives, what we think is relevant and what we think needs to be, be brought up that might bring a wee bit of a, a laugh or a, a light-hearted side to something. Aye, real life, innit? Real life podcast. Uh, yeah. We're talking about having a laugh there, so I want to give everyone a laugh. And I want you to tell the story behind the logo. So the logo was on a night out, but tell them yeah. the story about the, the night out a couple of nights before that night out. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. That one night in Bangalore Road, innit? Honestly, anyone? Is, is Bangalore Road, innit? That was it. Bang, uh, no, Cal Sand, Sand Road in Phuket in Thailand. What one's Bangalore Road? Oh, no, Bangalore Road in Phuket. Aye, Bangalore Road, sorry, aye. Aye. So basically, Bangalore Road is like just fucking Magaluf on steroids, man. It's like the most weird and fucked up place I've ever been, man. Like before we got you, right? So me and Georgia were just chilling um, at a bar called the Chilba, and it was just a wee white chairs and that stuff, right? And we were just sitting there, just waiting for you guys to come down, man, just be a pint or whatever. And like, to start with it, the mo- the amount of like old dudes, like purely like, heavy, overweight, like I don't know, fucking European guys, American guys, British guys, whatever, right? Just walking about with like seven fucking Asian lasses, and we're like, ah, this is fucking wild, man. They're just all walking about, and then to start with, man, we ended up, we got used, and I think I was already half cut by this point. I was fucking steaming. Um, and what was it? We walked into was it the bagpacker bar or something? Aye, I think so, aye. And they had this like, so they had a mad bell. Like, anyone that knows me, right? I'm up here lightweight, right? So I can't handle shots, right? But they had this bell. But if anyone rung the bell, the full bar got a shot, and just every cunt, every two minutes kept on ringing the bell. You know what I'm like? I'm pure greedy. So I was like, fuck it, geezer. And honestly, I was absolutely sparkled. And then one thing led to the other, mate. And then fucking the fourties ended up in the strippers. Like, it's absolutely carnage, man. But like, it was that way because it looked like it was like the most pristine strippers I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was like a big golden stairway going up to it and all that kind of stuff. And then when it's at Gemma, it was pure haggling with the lassie to get his head for cheaper. I was like, it's a fiver. Just give him the fiver or something, mate. It was mental, man. Um, but I remember we walked in, to be fair, right? One thing I do, I remember always a few things, but I was like, I was like, where the fuck do I look, man? I'm just sitting next to Georgia, like, and there's just these fucking Asian lasses just cutting about with a tits out. I'm like, oh, is that And they just just sat in Georgia's lap and just like, they were trying to get me to take a shot in between Georgia's boobs. I was like, ah, what, what the fuck for me? I was like, ah, what is going on here? This is mental. We were like, ah, like that was going to cost more money than the actual ticket to get in. I was like, ah, I'm no paying money to do that with my bum, mate. You can fuck off. Honestly, <laughs> but see one of the funniest things I've ever seen, right? I've, like, you're a very composed guy, right? Very composed. I've never seen you panicking. But see, in that strippers, mate, I've never seen you drink beer faster in your life, mate. I kept turning around and you're, you're swallowing this fucking beer, mate. And I could see in your eyes, like, you're right. And you're like, aye. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, it was, was such a door, man. Well, that was that, mate. But obviously, like, the game plan was, right, we weren't just gone to the strippers, we got fucking sold the dream, right, I'm saying this, right, it's fucking hilarious, right, there were, there was a ping pong show that was meant to be happening, and there was no ping pongs, mate, but remember the fucking, the lassie smoked the snout, and he was like, but like, mate, I'll be honest, I couldn't take my eyes off it, I was like, what is happening? I was like, mate, there's not often that, like, I'm pure, like, shell-shocked, mate, but I was like, ah, like, it wasn't even as if, like, <laughs> like she was just she was smoking me. I was like, what is that? Like, there was smoke coming out of 
Mate, I think the, the funniest bit for me, man, was like the four years get sat down and we get a free beer with our tickets and the four years sat down. And then, like, you would assume that the strippers uh, would jump on the guys, but me and you were sat kind of <laughs> at the other end and Georgia and Gemma were in the middle and I turned round and there was a fucking lassie, bollock naked man, uh, sitting on Gemma's knee. And we like, we like... <laughs> So on her tits, trying to get her to lick it off and do these shots of fucking tequila that were like a tenner a shot and it was water. Oh, mate. Honestly, the place, the place was wild, man. But to be fair, mate, that, that was hilarious. But see, like, obviously we were in there, right? We, we wanted to see ping pongs, mate. I was fucking raging, right? But there was like, I just couldn't get my eyes. There was this like, group of like three or four guys, right? And like, I was just watching them, mate. And the amount of money they were spending me like you could just see it and like obviously all the, all the lassies were like congregating over to them man and you just seen this guy pure dashing out all the money and that and you're like ah, god mate you you need to sort yourself out man this is sad i missus i go home mate go home talking about that <laughs> like island is a bit mental for that right but remember it wasn't that night it was a night obviously that we got the the picture of the logo which was um well we were in the was it the muay thai winter which was fucking WWE. It actually was. I've never seen anything like it. It was like it was so staged. Like it wasn't even fucking hidden. It was so bad. I was actually quite disappointed with it. I thought it you was won gonna... money though, did you know? You won I money. Won money on the <laughs> Somehow I won money, mate. I was watching the last one. Because what was his name? The big fucking Romanian dude or something. He was a scary looking yeah. fucker, but, but he just man. just mauled the guy because he mauled the Australian dude, um, which I didn't expect, man. But I think I won like I don't know, 200 baht or some shit, which is what uh, it was worse than ah, WWE, but it was I didn't expect it to be so scripted, man, but a no, lot of shit. People doing like 12-month training camps to go in and pretend to fight. I know, mate. Do you know what was quite weird, but so obviously me and George ended up back at, this is no other lie, right? We ended up back at Bangkok, obviously, before we headed up the road. And we were in the Prince's Palace or some shit hotel for like two nights. And I was having breakfast, mate. You know the guy that got his eyebrow bust open? He was, he was just sitting next to us with his family, the pure mad Russian dude. And I was like, George, that's the guy from Phuket for the Muay Thai. And she looked down and she's like, fuck, so it is, man. And like, it was that way. I was looking at him going, I bet you that's a pure fake bandage. There's fuck all wrong with that, man. <laughs> but um, that night pure transpired as well, man. I felt like, see, the, the three nights that we were in just doing Bangor Road, mate, I was just fucking steaming every night. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, I was just cutting about and like, the third day saying I was dead out. Like, I was just hung over the fuck. But um, what was it? We went into the bar. And it kind of became like a starter bar, if you will. And that was the one where I ended up getting all the tunes and that kind of stuff on. And we ended up fucking big hands, the big Swedish did. I only went there one night, man. That was, I don't know how you just went there every night. That was the weirdo bar, man. We would go in, put the tunes on, the guy would just bring his shots every now and then. So we'd have a drink in there for an hour. And then fuck off, mate. <laughs> Brilliant, mate. And then um, there was a boy head to toe in Slazenger, wouldn't he? He'd come in, I play mean, pool, and go and get a hole. Aye, mate. Weird, what, what, was his, what was his name again? Because I can't remember his name because he was a Scottish boy, wasn't he? I was Scottish. The, fuck, the only Scottish guy I met out there and he was a fucking weirdo. Typical, <laughs> eh? It was like proper head to toe in Slazenger. Like, nothing against Slazenger, right? But fuck me, I, I don't think you should really have the full tracksuit on and mapping. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, do, you do hey, you, man. mate. I wouldn't be on holiday looking at my best Slazenger. That, that's my opinion, <laughs> to be honest. But aye, it's a mad place, man. Thailand was. It was fucking like... Just Phuket in itself, man. Like that Bangalore Road just gets a grippy, man. Like I just feel yeah. as if that's the way we had the full time, man. But it's just, it's like there's just shit happening all the time. Like people are just trying to sell you shit 
everywhere. It's fucking crazy, man. Did you end up? Did you have one of the scorpions? Did you get a scorpion? No, I never tried one, man. Utter chaos, though. It's Thailand in, in general is just complete. Well, majority of it is just complete yeah. utter chaos constantly. You mm-hmm. can't get a breath. Uh, I know, mate. I know because when we seen you, obviously, like the night that we seen you, it was like a Tuesday, and I think you were meant to be working, obviously. But I was like, right, I'm on holiday. I mean, I'm getting a drink, man. Just fucking get a drink with him before you know it was like three in the morning. But uh, very like, unprofessional, isn't it? <sighs> do what you want, not do what you want, right? But fuck's sake, man, you're you're a really chatting world, mate. If you just need to have a couple of drinks, mate, that's cool, oh, mate. Like you're sound, mate. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I, it was a mad place, man. But I really liked Krabby, mate. Like, Krabby was a bit of me. Like, it was just chill. Aonang Beach, man. I, I liked there. Did you just go over to Rayleigh? Or was it Riley? Really? Really Beach? I went there for like a, a, an evening, uh, like or a fucking seven island boat trip or something. Wasn't it that big a fan? To be honest, too touristy, man. Everywhere's yeah. too touristy. Well, that's that. That's that. I just like the scenes fit, man. So you're just looking out into the water, man. It was fucking something like a movie. But one thing I didn't like, man, was the wee boats that you get over, man. Like, I don't know what it is, man, but I fucking, I hate being on a boat, mate. I hate it. Uh, I, just, I don't feel like it. It's terrifying, mate. Like, it's actually terrifying. The boat, we went back, man, and I could, I swear the wee guy was just fucking taking the piss. Like, he was going over every wave and pure jumping up with it. And I was like, mate, you need to fucking stop this. Like, Did you see that one of them sunk on. New Year's Eve or Christmas Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve it was for fucking Krabby for Al Nang somewhere I can't mind it it, it capsized oh for fuck's sake all the tourists honestly, on Christmas Eve that, mate, I'd start, I'm not going to lie mate that's like my worst fear like honestly I've, I've always got this image in my head right that the worst thing possible would be like just ran, like stranded floating about the sea like just something Aye. like I'd like castaway you seen Castaway? No, mate. What? You've never seen Castaway, Tom? I've never seen. I've never seen Castaway, mate. Hey, he's like, and he's he ends up on an island for seven years, and he befriends a, a fit band and that. And oh, yeah, mate, goes, I've seen them um, like videos of it. Is that the one where he draws the face on on the football? Ah, I'll definitely watch him. Hands up your mad place. Let, let's wrap it up here because we're fucking waffling, mate. This is this definitely. is going to be hard. Definitely. Definitely. Aye, first episode, the real life podcast. Uh, hits, what is it people say? Follow, Hit subscribe. subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was weird, done it. But fucking, it's subscribing, listen to us every week, man. It'll get, it'll get more structured and better. Know what I mean? And you might aye. get a laugh if you, if you don't like it. Fuck you. Know what I mean? Aye, good boy, <laughs> uh, that was a success. We'll Join us for the next episode and cheers to anyone that's listened this far because it's 30 minutes of pure nonsense. But I will get more structure as time goes on, man. Winging it, mate. Winging it. But hey, guys, thank you and catch you.